Did you see the latest Nintendo newsletter? Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. You mean you haven't played it yet? We can play it on my Nintendo Entertainment System. It's the Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ganon are pretty bad. Octoroks, Tech Tech's levers, too. But with your help, our hero pulls through. Yeah, go, Link. Yeah, get Zelda. Awesome. Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. The Legend of Zelda sold seven. <sighs> Welcome to another episode of the Self-Sound Podcast. I am Jake, joined as always by my co-host, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? <laughs> I was still uh, brushing my hair. Oh, yeah. Probably... I can almost do that now. Yeah. Hmm. It's mainly it just I noticed this long um, when I was like tug behind my ears. I'm like, yeah, fucking, not full shave it, but you know, trim it down to a nice buzz. Yeah. Easy to maintain. So I'm just gonna randomly. I'm gonna have to look for this like 19 minutes in <laughs> to the pre-recording for the actual start. <laughs> I hope you forget. And there's just the 19 minutes of us doing like random prep and bullshit. <laughs> it's basically an audio test where we just keep talking, it's watching Game Grumps and nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's been a more informal start than that. I was just like, what? <laughs> uh, what are we talking I'm about? I'm sure I'm not gonna tell you in the hopes that it happens. Yeah, no, I mean... But tonight, I figured that we would talk about graphics. That's good. Are graphics good? Should we have them at all? Should everything be text-based? Maybe. Um, probably not, but maybe. There'd be a no, no, no emojis, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, I kind of... technically a graphic. I need emojis. Now, I feel like an emoji game would probably fare about as well as an emoji movie. Which is to say, I don't want that. But... Yeah. You don't always get what we don't want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, graphics are good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically the takeaway. So two minute, three minute podcast. Yeah. We Make probably sure should not provide any examples <laughs> one way or the other. <laughs> no. We're not going to really reinforce these opinions. <laughs> just lay them out there. Judge just, them just as you Just sponge them up, you sheep. It's not even like an actual opinion. It's just like, should games have graphics? <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Join us next time. <laughs> you can reach out to us on Facebook. <laughs> you can. Uh, but you decide to message us on the side or not at all. <laughs> but for the people who message us on the side, I do appreciate it regardless. Yeah. It's always nice. I guess the discussion comes down to where are graphics really utilized well? Mm -hmm. Because as we've said in the past, you don't need to have necessarily like the best graphical design for a game for it to be good or to get its message home. Yeah. Undertale being my go-to. I have the tattoo in my arm, for right. example. Yeah. Um, checks, checks cheating. Oh, notes. I'm still a fan. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is still on my body. Um, yeah, and I think um, that that's 100% true. Uh, and I think the industry has also kind of grown there. Hopefully, we can provide some examples to back that up. But... Um, both the industry and myself, like, uh, as I get older, I care about graphics less. Um, I can still appreciate good graphics, but bad graphics don't hinder my ability to appreciate a game. I saw you playing Kenshi the other day. Yeah, I know. No, it's, that game looks like trash. <laughs> it looks really bad because it was like, I think it was in development for like 10 years or some nonsense by like one guy. Oh. And the graphics didn't change from like 10 years ago. So, and... To be fair, 
they would have been bad 10 years ago too <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't look like that particularly good so then what draws you to the game if you were not turned off by the lower quality of graphics for like today's modern era i think it, like a lot of it comes down to does the game have anything to offer me like as a gamer right no it's like <laughs> but what but what are you gonna do for me <laughs> no it's like um maybe graphics are part of the game's package that really sells it and it's like this is the reason you're playing it this is something really cool but it doesn't need that for me if there's something else compelling about it so in kenshi's case like i liked the um kind of post-apocalyptic survival colony management bent um with like tech trees and everything like that a lot of those words that i've said make people who like survival crafty games or colony management games like really excited they're just like oh yeah i'll go look up kenshi they don't care that the graphics look like garbage they just care that um you can get that kind of colony simulation with like a more um hardcore edge to it yeah and things like that really span if you're just talking about like colony management we can obviously go back to door fortress yeah or rim world or just something survival crafty like oh fucking minecraft yeah and those first two like i would i would jump into the comparison between those between those two right like dwarf fortress is um like a hundred percent simulation yes stupid amounts of simulation like i remember us talking about like the patch notes where it's just like made mermaid bones less valuable so that people (laughs) like what (laughs) would stop like causing mermaids to suffocate with some weird architecture you know it's like all this nonsense or like baby waterfalls to desensitize (laughs) people like next to the dining area to desensitize people that were dining like dwarves that were dining to death so that if they face death later in life it would not like impact them at like a harsh time (laughs) they just literally just a waterfall of babies (laughs) you're just like this is a game (laughs) yeah i live in a society (laughs) but um like the the graphics for Dwarf Fortress, if people aren't familiar with it, are basically like ASCII art, essentially. Like there's right. some there's some like mods you can get make it look a little bit better, but like a colored ASCII versus black and white. Yeah, but it seems like the whole point of that game is the story that's being built out for yeah. how your colony progresses. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily you don't need to see it happen because you're kind of experiencing it all through just reading it like a story. Yeah. It's actually, it's kind of funny you bring up the story there because that's one of the draws to a game like that is when you start a new save in Dwarf Fortress, you pick your parameters for your world and then a hundred years pass and a hundred years of random events occur. Then you can play. Oh, it's like, here's your RNG seed later. Exactly. So it's not like, here's your parameters. Most games where you choose your parameters and colony management are like, Here's your difficulty. Here's how long you want your days to be. Whatever, go. And they go further than that, and they're like, "And here's chaos out the gate. Um, deal with it." Um, I think the tagline for that game is like "Losing is fun," which is another um, contrary to uh, popular opinion. Yeah, popular opinion sort of belief, um, and that in some ways I think would. Uh, contrast to this idea that you need to have good graphics like if losing can be fun then maybe bad graphics can be good you know whatever whereas uh rim world 
that other game here uh talking about that one is the way more accessible colony management game and it actually has graphics yeah it has sprites holy fuck yeah and um it actually sacrifices like now admittedly it's impossible to actually compare with the dwarf fortress for depth actual (laughs) actual insanity but um whenever you have people you know you're, you're controlling your colonists directly you're saying go here do this like you're choosing a layer of interaction to like put yourself in there um and having really uh really well-developed graphics advanced graphics things like that that usually limits the level of how abstract your game really is um just by nature of if it was text you could just imagine anything, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, Maybe that's like where you can get some bonus points out of it as well. Just kind of like let people roll with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the imagination is such like an untapped thing that like I like when games will build suspense because you're just letting their mind roam free. Right. You don't need to actually scare somebody. You just need to unsettle them. Yeah. And just let that kind of rock drop down the deep, deep, deep well. Yeah. Uh, that's actually you talked about unsettling um, the absence of seeing things is like we're talking about graphics but also you can you can really talk about like senses in general the absence of uh, knowledge the absence of sight that is um, scary in in games like the thing that makes um, horror games normally scary is you don't actually know what's going to happen yeah you just have you like a door yeah. or a corner Exactly. And you don't know what is behind it or around it. It's like you walk into a room and the lights go out. And all you have to navigate is, you know, a memory of what the room looked like. Or even going as far as, like, amnesia. Where the game's just like, hey, don't look at the monster. And you think it's because the monster makes you crazy. You lose sanity and you'll lose the game. But the real reason is the monster doesn't look that good. And they didn't model it that well. So they don't <laughs> want you to look at it. Um, and I mean, that's an example of like, if you just looked at it, like I did, (laughs) because I was just like, what's going on here? If you just look at the monster, it takes away all its power, all of its scariness. You're just like, ah, this is carnival horror, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's still scary, but you, you know, as much as it can be. Yeah. You've seen like the end of it and you're like, okay, that's all I have to do. Yeah. It's not that bad. Like, I can't think of, at least off the top of my head, a game where I, there was something so scary where I was like, I know what it is. And I, for that reason, no, 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 no. Don't want to look at it. I want yeah. to be so far removed from it. There's nothing scarier than what your mind will come up with. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Like, if they don't show it, then it could be anything. Um, so, a good old as fuck graphics example uh, back in dos days yeah and we've talked about this recently descent yeah mm-hmm. which still has some of the coolest basic ass uh, midi soundtracks for that game yeah and then a lot of a lot of bit of rock riffs mm-hmm. in there i did not remember yeah when it's time to amp it up yeah yeah but normally like you're in a lit facility as you get later in the game there's less lights because things are kind of broken down mm-hmm. uh, and you can shoot out flares to kind of project some light in an area Mm -hmm. but a lot of times it just it happens to be dark in some spots um but there are also these purple spawners which just 
unless something is occupying that space, aka I park my ship in there while yeah. I figure out what the fuck I'm doing, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, it will spawn enemies. A lot of times they'll have the uh, the scratchers, the claw guys, yeah, mm-hmm. which just come up and start scratching off your shields from behind you, right. And you're like, oh, fuck. And you start to panic. Butt crabs. <laughs> <laughs> pinch, pinch. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that is, like, a very simplistic-looking game. Like, very early basic polygons. But, hey, free range of movement, so kudos to that. Yeah. But just knowing that claw thing existed spooked me a little bit. It almost has this kind of, um, when you have such... Uh, rigorous or you have so many limitations and constraints on what you can do with graphics how many polygons you can you you can use you have to really make some choices like because it's almost a question of given like seven legos what's the scariest lego ship you can make like that's how you make mon that's how you make monsters or uh, the the ships in um descent basically right like you don't really have that many polygons but the same way like when you're driving down the street people see faces in cars you know, like the two eyes and you know the mouth or whatever yeah i've driven before where right. you go, where right. you go? for the people for the listener who uh, has never been uh in a car in a <laughs> yeah. or seen one um it's a it's a similar deal when you're dealing with like low poly low poly counts like that because some of those uh those ships they just have like dots for eyes essentially but you see that coming at you like glowing eyes in a dark room with very little else yeah like to illuminate it it's terrifying you know as a kid it's not what it is it's what it represents yeah exactly there's um uh kind of talking about old games and their graphics and their their terrifying nature um so i i believe i've told you this but i don't think i've told you dear listener um that's right you specifically there was <laughs> a uh when i was a kid we had uh these uh, book these brochures for um christian book distributors cbd and uh that has a different meaning now with jake by the way Just yeah <laughs> throwing that out there i don't know what the i don't know what the modern meaning is like no joke but i assume it's bad um and there was uh video games that they had there like mm-hmm. very basic like christian games right like i know how christian will tone everything back whether it's video games or music exactly so i was particularly interested in a game called saints of virtue which was a doom clone actually um, I didn't realize it was a Doom clone because I didn't know what Doom was, but uh, it was basically a Doom clone. And the enemies in that game were, uh, they were masks, giant masks that would fly with a globe brain like behind them. And this game was like the scariest thing I think I played for a long time because wow. they'd have you like enter a room and it was not it must have been more of a quake clone because there was 3d geometry right Mm -hmm. um but uh you'd like turn the corner and there'd be this huge mask with like red eyes or like open its mouth and like fire projectiles at you as it like charges at you i'm like well i'm gonna pee myself um because i am but a child but this is a christian game so it must be for the best um it was it was freaking weird and the fact that the graphics were like so bad didn't keep it from terrifying me from scaring me in some ways it made the game have more of a feeling of isolation because if they chose to depict flowers it was like with the exact same sprite in a row almost like this dystopia right like yeah. nothing's really drawing you in um it's like um 
if you see a mannequin in a store, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we've seen all those things where it becomes a little bit creepy because you're like, you're human-like, right? but you're not. And the same way with dolls are. Yeah. But with mannequins, it's further removed from realism because mm-hmm. you're not trying to depict specific features like, oh, we want to look like a person. Therefore, yeah. if they fail, it kind of takes away from it. Mm-hmm. It's just got enough of that shape where you're like, that's something. Yeah. And then when you don't know what that something is or what's intentions are, you're like, Ew. it's kind of like a, if, if you've been in a store where they, they have mannequins and you like don't realize the mannequins there and you're like looking at something ahead of you, then you notice the mannequin out of the corner of your eye and you're just like, oh, it's a person like tired. And then it's not at all. It's like that. If you can bottle that, that's how you make a actually scary video game. I think, um, always put, put stuff on the peripherals of huts. Got it. <laughs> exactly. Um, there was actually a, this is a slight tangent, but there was a horror game, um, that was under development that was supposed to be designed to respond to how you acted to, uh, jump scares oh, or audio yes. cues and things like that. This was a thing on a thread on Reddit, wasn't it? Uh, it might've been. Um, I think I, I saw it, hearing about this a long time ago, a, a trailer for it. But if you like jumped with your mouse or something like that, you like jerked back when something jumped in front of you, the game would learn that you were susceptible to jump scares. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why like I had theorized if this game ever came out. I would um, go and pick up all the tarantulas and just go like <laughs> straight in there so yeah. that later on they wouldn't use spiders against me. Cause right. that's, uh, it's an uncomfortable, creepy crawly weakness for sure. Yeah, for sure. There's actually like uh, outside of our apartment, uh, there's, there's a web next to the door and there's just like, so I have a large watch face like in front of me. This is significantly larger than a quarter, right? Yes. Like this is very, very large, maybe like two, two and a half inches in uh, diameter, three inches, whatever. Uh, what would you say? We'll talk about sizes later. <laughs> I, 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 we'll compare. We'll compare. It's, <laughs> but anyways, uh, larger than a quarter. Right. And that is the size of the spider that just sits there right next to the door, right next to the door handle <laughs> at nighttime. Um, it hides during the day. And it just comes out at night when it can like collect whatever's in the in the web, because uh, it's a genius actually. <laughs> and um, <laughs> no one is home. Please come by. <laughs> and uh, very safe. I am also not comfortable with it. I'm not okay with it. I've considered destroying the web, but I'm holding back. So it seems like in It'll general. <laughs> <laughs> okay, even going back to um, Ocarina of Times. Yeah. Ocarina of Times, Jesus fuck. Yeah. Ocarina Which of one? Time. <laughs> the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are these spiders? The Skulltolas. The Skulltolas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, very low polygon example, but like for the time, like you know what it represents. It's a oh, big yeah. ass fucking spider. Mm-hmm. And I fear, feel that you don't necessarily need a great degree of realism or high polygon or very smooth graphics mm-hmm. to convey something like that. Do you um, did you play Majora's Mask at all? Is no. It, okay. I really missed a lot of the Zelda franchise as a whole. In in Majora's Mask, there was a, a side quest for Skulltolas where you would find a friendly Skulltola, um, human hybrid. <laughs> it's like it's no. <laughs> midway tra- through transformation. It's like half spider on its side of its body, and the other half's like human. Hey. And you had to lift a curse by. Uh, gathering Skulltola coins, I think, from the rest of them. And then you could turn, him, turn the person back to a human. 
Oh, I think it's back to the Skulltel. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank God. And we're back. <laughs> I almost had a mortgage. And then you can kill it. <laughs> no. ah. uh, but that was that's that's scary. Um, the other thing about like in in that series, the scariest thing I think in Ocarina uh, was Young Link beneath the well. Um, the name of the monster with the hands. Can't remember. It grabs you, and you literally. <sighs> have to be grabbed yeah, by it before the monster will, monster will come up from the ground and come to bite you its face is terrifying and uh its movement before it actually bites you is its head descends from behind its body uh so like if you're standing here as a human like it detaches the top half of its head it's like if your head jaw. went all the way back flat against your spine yeah and then came back up to attack that's that's what this thing does oh and this is a this is in a kid's game this is rated e for everyone and again i peed myself um beneath the well should not have been an area in this game at all <laughs> the lens of truth is not worth it i didn't like what i saw <laughs> take the truth back from me <laughs> uh, th- are they dungeon masters or i th- uh were you thinking of like there's floor masters floor masters and, uh, like ceiling masters but there's only like two of these guys in the whole game. I can't remember what they were. Listeners, write in and tell us. Yeah. At P.O. Uh, box, Soapstone. <laughs> <laughs> the P box, yes. <laughs> Don't put anything in the P box. <laughs> that is ours. You're not allowed to touch the P box. But um, but yeah, it would descend under the ground and you had to face your fear um, to get it to show back up by actually being grabbed by these hands that would be sticking through the ground. Um, then you have to shake free. Then you could attack the monster. Uh, usually, like for a kid, that's the worst possible situation. Yeah, is like being trapped in something or like mm-hmm. being underwater. You're like, shit's coming to fuck. All right, which, uh, another example of because this is apparently about right, games is, that scared me that had shitty graphics. Yeah, this is the horror episode. At least so looking back. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Anytime you go underwater, uh, you were slow as fuck. Mm-hmm. You had like eight polygons, and half of those were towards your very pointy boobs. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, an Graphics. alligator or something <laughs> would like come out at you. And you can't use guns underwater. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, you're like, fuck. Or I feel like a T Rex was chasing you because that was a thing, apparently, at one point. Right. But you were a kid, so you said, dang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> Not my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Man, this is basically the horror episode now, I think, but... <laughs> what game scared you and why? <laughs> Christian games. <laughs> that's that's the main takeaway. Christianity scares me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, out, can we think of an example outside of fear itself mm-hmm. where good graphics will really lend itself? Because, like, my go-to example... Mm-hmm. Again, I'll try and sneak in every episode last of us okay yeah a lot of that um is conveyed well because you're dealing with real people Mm. so them sticking to realism and like the characters actually having personalities and looking like people and reacting like people Mm. really helps makes it way more intense when you kill them yeah (laughs) Yeah. he was getting a little bit turnt if you know what i mean so Mm -mm. but like let's say it had old fucking graphics yeah. probably harder harder to convey mm-hmm. whereas something like silent hill 
the original one obviously it was known for having shit graphics for the time yeah um and they resolved a lot of the issues with render distance with the mist yeah and then use that to your advantage to build atmosphere exactly yeah and it's actually like so my go-to is like silent hill 2 in that series mm-hmm. we are like writing the line between horror and graphics like right on point um <laughs> uh, zombies were there <laughs> yeah yeah uh-huh like you can think of uh how basic the character uh, pyramid head is and that they're just like oh what do you want his head to be three polygons max <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can use exactly three polygons we won't even give him a chin just three polygons <laughs> oh geez um but that character was terrifying yeah because he looked alien like um this helmet that he's wearing this giant metal uh pyramid like there's no way you can be comfortable in that and he's not um he's immortal he's chasing you and despite like how basic the graphics were like the scariest or the most impactful thing about that game was like the story what's actually going on like this is the protagonist's own personal hell because of the decisions he's made and this is silent hill pushing him through it and because of that like i don't think there's been a better like silent hill entry Mm -hmm. um because that one had the most meaning everything else is just like we're scary ah but that one even with really you know basic graphics um could be much more impactful than something that's trying to be scary or just like oh you're in silent hill because a protagonist needs to show up in silent hill um there's like a scene uh and i haven't seen the full movie but there's the silent hill movie oh god and at one point none of those are good by the way pyramid head uh literally rips the skin off of someone just like flesh from their body and then throws it like at the door of a church as it's closing um it's a very uncomfortable scene and as a whole it's ridiculous and it's less impactful than silent hill 2 and this is like actual you know real life graphics more or less um and it doesn't mean anything you know like it's it's kind of worthless it, it represents no character's development so not a personal demon i feel like now we're shifting a little bit into a lot of games will have like good story or or where we are nostalgic about them yeah and they just also happen to have less good graphics than the modern age because of the time it came out i mean i would angle it like despite the fact that the graphics were very basic it Mm -hmm. could be much more immersive than literally seeing people on a screen in a movie agreed yeah and like i'm still trying to go through uh deus ex very slowly Mm. i forgot i was playing through it because i started playing path of exile again or something yeah um, but that game looks like shit. Yeah. Uh, I will fight anybody. It looks like garbage. <laughs> I know there are mods for it now, but for like when it came out, uh, and when I got it on steam, they haven't updated it. It looks yeah. garbage, but I'm actually enjoying it and getting into it. Cause I liked some of the other Deus Ex entries and I like the world building around it. And even the mechanics are janky and looks bad. I'm invested for some reason. Yeah. And it's because it has an interest factor outside of, I'm not there for the graphics. Right. And like, you shouldn't be. Really for days, actually. <laughs> it's not for how it looks. Yeah. It's in spite of. There's like, um, and like one of the newer Deus Ex, there, there's, um, I guess the, the oldest new one, uh, which is just Deus Ex Human Revolution, I think. Man- Human Revolution and Mankind, Mankind Divided. Mankind Divided. Nice. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 
um there's like a bar called the hive and it's got like yellow and yellow and yellow and yellow and uh they really push the theming kind of like the feeling of the city by how vibrant the colors are like yeah. how vibrant the graphics are and that's something like the old deus ex couldn't really possibly accomplish because um even for the lively parts of the city that game always feels empty like it always feels like it's you and government conspiracy and a couple yes. couple allies maybe in the it's form like of a three PCs. bombs were in a t-pose around the corner until you round the corner and they're like <laughs> Oh, I'm hungry. I exist now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh But I I would argue part of that seems to be the stark contrast between like here are the graphics for the background. Mm-hmm. And by background this because I'm like if I'm talking about New York, that mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Of uh, the background of the buildings themselves versus the actual background, which is like a static image that like rotates slightly. With the twin towers. Yes. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Before terrorism. <laughs> actually, I think uh, there's actually... Uh, we'll have to fact check this possibly. Hmm. But I think there's only one. I think they actually meant to imply like there had been an attack or something. Because oh. it's actually... I remember this because the game came out before September 11th. Oh, really? Oh, the, did it? <laughs> it did, yeah. Yeah, well before. And um, they had already kind of depicted like, hey, there's been an attack. And people are like, does this mean something? <laughs> like, why does why does this game by uh, Ion Storm or IDOS or whoever? IDOS Interactive. Yeah, IDOS. Um, Sun? Yeah. Back in the days where PC games were PC games. Right. Well, actually, and the menus of, were garbage. Yeah, it was a lot of <laughs> shitty menu, uh, low-poly shooters. Yeah. But, mm. And zoom in with sniper rifle was... Close bracket. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I need to reload. Hits comma. <laughs> semicolon. A semicolon, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. I didn't know how until our friend Ian told me. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll fucking be. Because I was just like, do I want to sacrifice the clip to reload? Eh, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, I like when games, uh, you like open up the settings and you're like, you know what? I think today I will enable mouse look. <laughs> That's a sign. I was doing numpad like a fucking G, but maybe free range of movement's good. I remember like hearing about that when people first, uh, I think it started with Quake was when it, you first optionally could really use a mouse and instead of the keyboard yeah. to like look around and people were like, That's stupid. Like why? Oh, it was WASD. People are like, that's dumb. No one's ever going to use WASD. Those are stupid keys. Eventually, you know. Eventually, it's the norm. Yeah, use all the time. Even norm uses them. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he is the worst, traditionally. Uh, yeah, it's been forever since I played Deus Ex, but um, the immersion, I think, in that game is what carried me past the graphics. The graphics are so bad that, yes, they do sometimes take me out of it, but... Um, how well done the story is and how immersive the story is is like it pulls you in if they make the world believable regardless of what it looks like 100 percent true i would say a lot of times um graphics or like specific art styles are used to kind of smooth over some of those edges yeah and help make the world more feel more alive Mm -hmm. it's like ori in the blind forest obviously gorgeous fucking game um because it's like a really good smooth art style mm-hmm. and uh, uses several 
layers of parallax backgrounds mm-hmm. so you feel like you're in something it's not just a simple 2d platformer yeah so like if that game was just let's say sprite graphics could it still be awesome fuck yeah mm-hmm. um, but they had like this nice blend of things where it felt animated the whole time yeah versus like oh this is a model this is a collection of sprites here or like here are some layered frames you know and it's really freaking smooth that's the other thing. really smooth is like start frames end frames and all of your animations are well detailed and like match the entire duration nothing feels like it's sped up or slowed down specifically yes. to you know match a move um and it makes the world feel like a lot more organic uh, for a game like ori um which i have not beaten yet but dude you should it's very pretty and eventually <laughs> the second one will come out yeah and that'll be awesome and i'll probably suck at that one too but <laughs> it's fun to try that is a game that like it gets hard at parts yeah <laughs> like a lot I'm like what kind of game am i playing this is not a casual platform <laughs> as soon as you get to those sections in games where it's like hey um this part of the screen is gonna move yeah don't let it touch you i'm like uh panic <laughs> and so you have to like dash through i forget what it is don't i be feel like... like you can dash through projectiles or certain other objects yeah but you have to drag your mouse away from it mm-hmm. to dash through yeah. and so i'm like click dragging all these lines to like dash through so i can move away through the obstacles to escape the rising water or whatever the fuck is trying to kill me yeah and you'd have to like complete a gauntlet segment where it's just like make all of these moves all of these successfully then you'll hit a save point and you'll be good but if you screw up you know retry yeah um but i mean like in Mega Man, you just fucking you jumped up and that's what the closing walls were and you were done yeah yeah um actually the gauntlet sections and that kind of forward momentum reminds me a lot of celeste uh, which is a game we've covered previously on the podcast if those oh what uh, yeah if listeners are not aware of that one um but that's another game with a kind of uh distinctive uh art style animation blend um that really lends itself i think to the the gameplay experience yeah because everything is sprite based but they animate things in such a way where if you're jumping off of a platform mm-hmm. or encountering something you shouldn't which is insta death yeah um, everything is done super smoothly and that's needed for people who are doing speed runs and other things yeah and that's also a game that i did not know was meant to be so optimized for speed runs yeah because yeah. i always assume that like a game is designed people are like oh we found some holes in the system that we can abuse oh we can beat the game in this amount of time yeah but they actually had considerations like for certain types of dashes where if you get to like late late game content where you're doing optional stuff mm-hmm. it's like hey uh jump and face the other way but then angle dash back this way and you get like an extra 500 feet yeah you just and you're launch. like why are you telling me this shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, that game also has um they have a timer i think built into it for speed running you can turn on a timer so you see Ooh. that which is really nice because i remember for um uh super meat boy people uh, had to time to check segments because there's a whole there's a whole science to testing legitimate speed runs against cheat cheat speed runs basically splicing in a section um for your best of right um and then just making a compilation of splices and being like here's my one shot run through it's the world record now um and the way they avoided that was because there was a synchronized animation between each segment I think it had to do with like the victory animation or um, bandage girl. So 
after one section, mm-hmm. you load them to the next level, and the animation would be synchronized with the previous. So they would check the frames. And if the frames were incorrect, they knew that you spliced the segment. Damn. It was freaking legit um, and has nothing to do <laughs> with with, uh, with this episode. But Celeste was just like, hey, let's put a counter in there. Uh, so speedrun community appreciates appreciates them for that. <laughs> you don't have to count frames. What? Oh, shit. Start over. <laughs> yeah. What? But, I mean, Super Meat Boy is also... Because um, it like, came from Newgrounds, right? Yeah. Mm. was yeah. a very basic ass game team meet <laughs> meet the team yeah. <laughs> valve's other video but like that's just all about the game loop it doesn't need to be anything and i think certain things that so like i love the idea of gianna sisters i'll have the music for it mm-hmm. but in the most recent edition it's got this um like done in unity feel what, for what, a platformer what game is this uh the great gianna sisters okay i'm not familiar with it so it's a um, side-scrolling platformer mm. but it has more of a 3d view to it still okay. side-scrolling yeah, yeah but things are depicted more realistically right but the whole gimmick is you can switch between the two sisters and it changes the world behind and the music okay. but it also changes where some crystals are and each one has like a different jump interaction Mm -hmm. so maybe you need to kind of glide with one so you have to switch over yeah and some sections might require you to switch between gotcha okay great idea but for how the newest one looks it's a little bit mm, it has a feel of jank to it yeah that's because like i feel they were striving for a degree of maybe cartoony realism Mm -hmm. but it it doesn't match my expectation yeah yeah that can be that could be the death of a game if, like, the graphics um, interfere with the gameplay in some way. Or you feel like they, they held them back from putting time into something that would have improved the gameplay experience. Um, yeah, I feel like it's really obvious to notice when a game tries and fails. Yeah. Versus if they didn't try, they didn't really fail. Or maybe they just <laughs> opt for... If you, didn't, if you don't try, you immediately fail. <laughs> this is game design. <laughs> Level one, I give up. <laughs> you win. <laughs> but I mean, something like um, Enter the Gungeon. Yeah. Great fucking game. Everything's pixelized, has good animations, mm-hmm. and they play along with the sprite and cute feel. Yeah. And it makes for an awesome experience. And I'm not sure exactly what else you would do for like a top-down view, mm-hmm. but if you tried to make that 3D, I don't right. think it would. It turns into... Um risk of rain it would like that would be a very that would be a close corollary kind of like a bullet hell game yeah with a lot going on um i still like risk of rain right i'm not saying it's bad it's just it limits you when you make that jump to 3d in some ways um some games i really appreciate because because it's 2d i don't have to um spend as much time fiddling with controls fiddling with depth of field anything like that uh, you can just focus on the core mechanics kind of of that game um, and and play it out. I'm trying to think of something that exists in both uh, tower defense games. Uh, I think Sanctum is one. Like, mm-hmm. it's a 3D tower defense game. Uh, it takes a lot more effort to jump around. Dungeon Defenders, 3D tower defense game. It takes much more effort to traverse the terrain. Agreed. Um, and they, they in that case, they incorporate it into the actual gameplay and the mechanism and your hero character. Um but it takes 
just more effort to play than just a top-down drop things in front of yeah. the enemies, you know? I would say Dungeon Defenders don't have great graphics either. Yeah, but they do have a style, though, so it doesn't really do. age. It's done in a cartoony way where you're like, oh, it's charming. Yeah. Like, you can look at that 10 years later, you're like, yeah, I see what they were going for and what they wanted and they, what they got. We actually had a discussion, I think, uh, last night or the night before, where we were talking about Dungeon Defenders, like, whether we should play it or not. And we are just like, like, remember all those times playing Ian? And he's just like, never played that game. Or like, we remember playing this game with you, like three people. We're just like, we definitely played with you. 100%. I, I looked it up and he owns the game and he's never launched it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I distinctly remember playing. That's a fucking Mandela effect right there. Yeah. Because I, so to my recollection, uh-huh. it was definitely myself, Yeah. you, Mm-hmm. And then Jenny, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'd rotate in between a couple of people. Was Max four? Uh, I believe four for most levels. There were okay. some that had like higher cap. Because I remember playing with like Ian, Ashley, Dan. Mm-hmm. AJ, I think, played some too. AJ we'd did. kind of like yeah. rotate between that group. Mm-hmm. And we'd have like four people who were on at a time. Yeah. But yeah, I have this. But Ian was part of the rotation. This is now the tie back to Bioshock Infinite where the mind will make uh, <laughs> yeah. make up gaps where it does not exist. Yeah, that's that's Oof. basically it. Um, and I think that as an industry, uh, like we were, we were talking about games like Dungeon Defenders, Celeste, the, the, the 8-bit or um, pixel art style, um, we've kind of, as, an, as the video game industry, I think it's gotten to the point where graphics don't really matter. It's what you do with them that matters yes. more like we, we accelerated up this escalation it was almost like the, the race to the moon the race to good graphics we had going on like through the playstation era playstation 2 like playstation 3 graphics were always getting better and better um, i use playstation because they name all their consoles the same so it's easy well um, they were also really trying to push for like we have the best graphics it yeah. was a driving mm-hmm. selling point for a lot of consoles yeah i mean outside of like Nintendo, they kind of held back, like, we got our own thing going, don't worry about us. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But PlayStation and Xbox are always kind of trying to out-big penis each other for, like, no, we have the best graphics. And they'd try and up the graphics card and everything else as much as they could. Yeah. I, and, like, to, to a degree, like, a lot of things came out really well. Like, I like the look of a lot of PlayStation 4 titles. Mm-hmm. I remember um, in uh, trailers or not in trailers in game reviews back on game review sites uh like a decade ago they would have um comparisons where it'd just be like here's a screenshot from each of the consoles this is what the game would look if you got it on yep. on playstation on xbox on pc and pc is just like a picture of a person you're like wow <laughs> yeah i know it's just the reviewer waving <laughs> yeah um, it's me in the game <laughs> and uh yeah, they were they were always like trying to jostle in the console wars to have have the best graphics, and I I think we finally reached a point where the hardware is good enough that it doesn't really matter. You can make a game that looks bad have bad performance, and it's it's definitely definitely possible. <laughs> those games yeah. I've played recently have still done that, but usually in those cases, it's not like that's the game's only sin. Yeah, um, there's um. I was talking about like the push toward crisis that became like a touch point. Oh, I think I think it was actually, in my mind, the shifting point for graphics because we got to 
crisis then it became like a meme it's like yeah you have you spent five thousand dollars on your pc but can it run crisis maxed out and people like no 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 um because like the developers computers couldn't run crisis maxed out when that thing came out i tried to run it at like the lowest settings on probably a laptop at the time and i remember it getting exceedingly hot Mm -hmm. and also it's kind of like a a little shitty slideshow yeah it's like, all right, next frame, please. All right, next frame. <laughs> <laughs> I, I moved to shoot the enemy. And it's like resolving. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that like tore people's computers apart, computers apart. And then we got to the point where we could run Crisis. It was not a problem anymore. And the game looks good, but it's not like super revolutionary anymore. Yeah. And we realized it doesn't matter if we get past that. Like if we have another multiplayer or if you have like a multiplayer shooter and it looks better than crisis who cares really right like yeah. what's the game actually like it doesn't stand out on its own yeah. like i'm sure they've improved the graphics of call of duty as it's progressed in its titles like a little bit yeah i think they use the same engine still for everything but they would be too risk it would be too risky to change that because it's how they get the call of duty feel tm yes yeah but yeah i mean it doesn't matter Nobody's going to care if the next Call of Duty looks slightly better. They'll just put it in Egypt in the 20th century or whatever. I don't know. I don't know when Egypt was around. Is Egypt still around? I think Egypt's still around. Pretty sure it's still a place. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard about it once or twice. Um, but yeah, after after that kind of push, we we dialed it back. And you mentioned Minecraft really early. I think that's, that's the point to circle back to um, when it 100% be, became okay to have a game that wasn't focused on graphics yeah and it, the thing is like the graphics are very basic it's fucking blocks but it's what they do with the blocks and like the different textures that are on them yeah and then the fact that if you're like hey this really is too basic for me give me the good shit you can get different like mod packs for like shaders and stuff yeah have you seen those fucking lighting and water effects I'm like, this isn't fucking Minecraft. <laughs> like, they do so much with it, and it's really impressive. Right. But at the same time, the core game does not need anything super crazy. Yeah. It just needs to be... Listen, folks. Mental <laughs> health awareness, uh, it doesn't matter how you look, all right? It's it's what you do with your body. <laughs> uh, well, it's the content of your character. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. And what you do with your body. <laughs> I was going to say you raised it better the second time, but maybe not. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. People couldn't argue with the gameplay with, with Minecraft. It felt amazing to play Minecraft with all your friends. There was so much to do, infinite world to explore. You could build whatever you wanted. How could graphics compete with that kind of pedigree? Like It can't. It can't. It like, really I can't. Can name a game that's like, this game is the most beautiful game in the world. But like the gameplay sucks. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know. <laughs> I probably should have thought about that. Uh, huh. Because I honestly haven't played many games that had amazing graphics recently. Especially the the gameplay also sucked. So um, I think people have just... There, there have been good looking games, especially oh, like in definitely. the console space. Like you played uh, God of War recently. We both played Monster Hunter. Those are games that are at, like they're, they look good. They're both very smooth and cinematic. Yeah. I think that lends well to the gameplay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be like, 
Oh my god, I can see Kratos' nipple hairs, you know? Right. You can, but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> it's it's a bonus for me. Right. It's weird that the camera like is zoomed up on his nipple yeah. for every cutscene. Like <laughs> dial it back a bit. We understand he put in the effort. But like the look and feel of Near Automata. Oh yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's that'll eventually be a a ten part episode. But it looks gorgeous, but it also handles so fucking smooth. Yeah. Platinum knew what they were doing when they were designing, like, the combat and the interactions. What's interesting about that, you, you mentioned Nier as an example of graphics. Really, only the characters look really good. Like, the rest of the world is, is good, but it's not, like, yeah. amazing. It's not, like, standout textures for, like, oh, this building that I'm on. Yeah. It's a building. It like, doesn't I'm, need to be. And it's so crazy. I remember the ruins in the desert, and I was just like, this is just, like, walls and gray. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, like, sand, 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 <laughs> uh, fucking box stuck out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in comparison, like, they're not... I keep swinging in and out of the mic. Yeah, like, and it's, I'm weaving yeah, like yeah. a dodging, dodging punch. I'm actually I've been swinging punches at Dave all night, and he <laughs> hasn't gotten hit yet. Um, no sweat. And then like two B attacks once, and you're just like, oh, the graphics and the animations, and it's all so good. Yeah, and it's the characters. It it has the background like just enough where it's like, this is good and passable, but it's not what you're gonna focus on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't want to have the. Uh, the giant mole on your face that people are like but i keep seeing that thing <laughs> right, yeah. and, it, and it takes away from it the you want to have things <laughs> did <laughs> <do> that move <laughs> <laughs> you want to either have like good graphics across the board or just spend it efficiently on things that you want the players to focus on exactly yeah and like the characters and the style of those main characters that was the focus of near like what they were going through, what they were figuring out, that was the focus. Um, the rest of it didn't really matter, so they just kind of de-emphasized the graphics, and I think that's that's perfectly fine. You know, I think that that's a completely valid approach uh, to designing your game. Like you said, resource management. Where are you, where are you spending your time? Um, and yeah, I mean, in current year, which is currently twenty nineteen. Like I don't, I don't look at a game and I'm like, man, the graphics are absolutely amazing. That's the reason I'm going to play it. Exactly. Um, it's all about how they actually, how they got that game gold. What are what are what are they taking to the table to the industry of video games that makes it worth their game uh, actually seeing play? So I will say earlier on, there were definitely some times that games would catch my eye. I'm like, holy fuck, that looks gorgeous. Yeah. But it's not usually the high quality of the graphics as much as the art style yeah mm-hmm. so more recently uh tunic i think was shown at e3 oh yeah, yeah. and it's like a, a very well lit but low poly game like that looks fucking adorable yeah and i'm immediately sold in the same way i'm gonna get zelda link to the past mm-hmm. or what's the one coming out on switch uh the new zelda that would be the new Zelda, which is a remake of. Oh, wait, wait. Um, this isn't the musical game. No. It's the other one. Uh, I'm not actually sure. Four Zeldas, A Link to a Sword of Seasons. Of Ice and Fire. <laughs> yeah, of Ice and, and Fire. Knuckles. <laughs> and Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Or when a portal originally came out, mm-hmm. I was like, this game looks fucking awesome. Yeah. But a lot of it was 
the style of comedy they were conveying in the trailer mm-hmm. and then also the mechanic itself i'm like holy shit wouldn't it be cool if and then they're like hey it's a game yeah like so the little portal actually is the graphics but it does have a minimalist design testing space for all of the rooms they don't actually do that much graphically um but what's there is clean and it's crisp and uh accomplishes the goals of the game just fine yeah but like the standout sore thumb examples might be like some 1812 battle simulator yeah where you're going around as polygons trying to bayonet people right but that for me like the game loop's not terribly interesting um and it looks bad yeah so, like, <laughs> there's nothing to pull you it's, it's kicking you while you're down yeah. versus a detraction in that case i actually have like a, a personal example um because i think you look fine <laughs> <laughs> look at me <laughs> i mean look at me no they uh, I refuse. <laughs> right <laughs> um uh, last night we were playing uh, city of heroes mm-hmm. and that game came out in 2004 originally um and it looks like really dated they had some cool designs it's cool that you can customize your heroes however you want um but you can see that you're getting one polygon per fist and no more than that that is your that is your allotment <laughs> um and then like if you want to cover yourself in ice armor they're literally just like ice cubes at eight positions on your body l- enlarged there you go ice armor <laughs> like that's literally what the effect looked like mm-hmm. and then um prior to this podcast we were playing uh, guild wars 2 which is gorgeous for when it came out hey hey spoilers i haven't fully loaded in all of the <laughs> texture packs um but I play like I was playing as a mesmer, and my sword has me doing all of these swings. Mm-hmm. And there's like a illusionist kind of purpley pink after image to all of the attacks. Whenever my uh, illusions shatter, whenever they break, they kind of like evaporate into glass and butterflies, and it looks so cool. Like the effects actually, I'm just like this is just more immersive because it feels cool to hit things, and the effects feel cool. You're getting a like a tangible reward from things. Yeah, everything's well animated. Like there's combos and things. I'm like, with combat, just a comparison between these two games, and they're very different games. It feels better here, um, and yeah, graphically, it's just it's just really impressive. Um, I was talking to our friend uh, Landon, and uh, I don't know if I'd call him a friend. <laughs> talking to our close acquaintance, Landon. Uh, friend of the show i actually do love you buddy friend of the show landon and uh looking at a cool looking sword and all it does is like invert um what would be seen behind it so like if the sword would be in front of clouds and you're like looking up Mm -hmm. then it like inverts the palette and it looks like sunset or something like that and it's just a perfectly reflective flat unedged surface and it looks freaking awesome. And he remarked, you know, it was just like, this looks awesome. And you can still, you can still get that rise out of people. Like you can still get that, that, um, holy crap, that looks awesome reaction. The breathtaking. Moments. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't need Keanu Reeves for that. There's other ways <laughs> to get there. Um, but it's entirely, uh, it's an, it's entirely on the developers to build a game that's good enough to support that. You can't just have like that sword's really cool, so I'm going to play 400 hours of this MMO. Game has to be good too. Um, 
hopefully cyberpunk's good because <laughs> <laughs> it's you know again has that visual aesthetic yeah um it has very high quality graphics as far as realism because they want to convey like if somebody's talking to you mm-hmm. you want to be able to see like I mean, obviously you hear like the emotion in their voice if they're like yelling at something, but they also have a body language. Yeah. Which you convey with that attention to detail of graphics. Mm-hmm. Then maybe you can like, convey it in other ways with like different tones. Yeah. Depending on the graphical medium. I but think. I'm sorry. Good. It's like old people. It's all. It all depends. You know. <laughs> it's all depends. It all depends. It depends all the way down. The um, uh, talking about cyberpunk for a second. I think it accomplishes both. It attacks it on two fronts. It's graphics are going to look really cool. So it's going to be, you know, you'll see things, you'll be impressed by it. Right. Things will look good. They'll be animated well. There's all of that graphically. But then it also comes in with an art style. And it says, this is a cyberpunk world. You're playing as a protagonist who has the word samurai, like, on his popped collar. And then, like, energy laser beams down his jacket. And he's just going to be the ultimate, like, badass by the end of it. It's just guaranteed yeah um a comparable game that has like really good graphics at the time and really good story made by a different publisher witcher 3 yeah Mm -hmm. that game very pretty i think it accomplishes both yeah maybe if they merged those two game studios (laughs) right (laughs) see what see what they can accomplish i want them to buy world of darkness and start making vampire games that's what i want i realize another company is about to come out with a vampire game but it doesn't look that good (laughs) <laughs> cd project right <Red. laughs> maybe it'll be good um sorry friend of the show other company whose name i don't remember making the new vampire the masquerade i hope it's good i'll buy it if it's good <laughs> you'll buy it if it's good or you'll bite if it's good both yeah I, I do like that that was good this is usually where i would attempt to high five if that hadn't failed literally every time we've ever attempted it after doing a bit of meme research I feel that we're too white to do high fives. Yeah, no, that's fair. There was a picture on some Facebook meme page I'm a part of, uh-huh. and it's like, which is white? And it has a picture of like a white tile, picture mm-hmm. of a red tile, picture of a blue tile, and then a text of like two white guys trying a high five for a second time. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's us. How did they know? Um, but yeah, that's that's where I think graphics are at in the industry right now. I mean, obviously we've talked about it, but like I'm, I'm inclined to agree. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> In the same way that no one specific thing matters for game development, mm-hmm. it's just whether or not it's cohesive. Exactly. Does it match your vision? Because like, let's say you have shitty music for a game. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It might not detract. There might just be like a minimalist background approach, right? Right. But if it's jarring and it takes you out of the thing, you fucked up. Right. Mm-hmm. In the same way with graphics, it doesn't... Like Fable. Okay. Another shitty looking game in my opinion. Yeah. But like I would still go back and play that because it has a lot of other interesting mechanics mm-hmm. or amusing characters. The mechanics don't hold up as well. The combat oh, no, no, no. It, it is actually pretty rough. I tried to play it. It was like kicking chickens, uh, getting headshots with the bow. Yeah. That was about it. Headshots with the bow is pretty good. <laughs> Headshots like, on chickens that you've kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Combo bullet storm. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's you. You just have to play to your strengths and understand what you're going for. Seriously, um, that'll that'll get you there. And you can support whatever art style you want al- along the way. Borderlands, 
like cell shaded uh, wind waker style games like all of those if you pick an art style and it's not realistic then your game just does not seem to age as much when a graphics department mechanics can though <laughs> yeah if something's janky once it'll be janky forever yeah but i can look at things like beautiful joe and be mm-hmm. like i've never played you but man it's a really cool idea yeah it's actually kind of funny because like I'll talk about beautiful joe beautiful joe it's the the ripoff i guess it's just called beautiful joe <laughs> um but uh talking about that uh you did you ever play comic zone for sega genesis yes that game because it has this kind of specific art style like the graphics don't look bad um because they just no because it's like i'm in a i don't want to say a four panel comic but right, yeah <laughs> I'm literally in a comic. So. That's usually how long I lasted in that game. Four panels. <laughs> so it basically was a four panel comic. Surprisingly fucking hard. Yeah. It's like, hey, how are you going to get through here? It's like, you're going to need to sacrifice a third of your health. I'm like, I don't have that many. <laughs> the holds health in hands. <laughs> yeah. Take all this, I guess. Also, don't put a super jump ledge at the end of your level <laughs> to end the level. I get that you just want to eat my quarters, but I'm playing at home on Steam now. Don't put the jump at the end of your level. <laughs> you think that's bad? Try uh, jumping on the ice level until like the guy who's on, or on a platform. If you get hit, you get knocked back, and there's there's holes, <laughs> <laughs> holes in the ground, Jacob. No, that was the balance in that game was questionable, but yes. the graphics uh, they aged really well. Yeah, the whole thing had a style, and it had good again MIDI type music. And then also had like stacking or very loud sound bites for when I would hit people and they go, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> kind of like Street Fighter in that way. Yeah. Um, Do you remember the protagonist's name? I know his last name was Turner. Brock Turner? No. no <laughs> yeah, that, that seems wrong. I can't remember exactly, but they should have made a sequel. Should have been a female character and her name should have been Paige. <sighs> She was the I, next generation. I feel like I'm talking to my dad. <laughs> that like, would have been amazing. When I, when I told him I had like a friend, Justin, from high school and then in college, he's like, is his last name Time? <laughs> and I just looked at him and like, we'll never be this close later on in life. <laughs> he's just waiting with the high five. <laughs> just, dad, dad, you're dead to me. <laughs> oh, man. Turner does sound right, though. Yeah. Because remember, there's the... I remember, that, good job, Turner. Yeah, like yeah. that punk chick would call you on the phone through the comic. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Turner. Mm-hmm. I also like that you'd, you could like uh, rip uh, holes in the comic to like find super super uh, powers and things like that. Uh, super items, things yes. like that. Yeah. You could also just rip the comic and take part of your health oh, to yeah. form a paper plane, paper plane to yeah. throw it, people. Yeah. I also like how they really tried to bring home the whole like, Hey, no, I have a ponytail, glasses, I do art in my jean jacket and, you know, gloves, and I have uh-huh. a pet rat, whatever, it's the 90s. Yeah. I'm just like, really trying to sell that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we were all there. It's okay, he's buff. Oh my god, he's awesome. <laughs> this is a starving artist or whatever. Yeah. I just want some cheese for me and my rat. <laughs> that was the objective of that game, I think. Also to free yourself from the comic. But... That being said, if you guys have feedback that you'd like to send in for Soapstone Podcast, you can do so at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or join the discussion on Facebook, facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. 
where we are always happy to interact with fans mm. and listeners, which mm. is more accurate. Than, yeah. Yeah, happy, happy is a strong word. Yeah. We will reluctantly interact with people who accidentally post uh, in response to things that we post. And if you send direct messages or just mention it offhand in person, mm-hmm. we will begrudgingly take your constructive feedback mm-hmm. or ideas for an episode and probably work that into something. Yeah, and it will fuel, fuel us for the entire duration until we get more feedback. It's basically how we keep going. So just be like, just say a quote from the podcast occasionally. And we'll be like, ha nice. <laughs> yeah, right now we're down to, uh, we're just going to Wikipedia. We hit random enough times. We're like, is that a game? Is that <laughs> in a game? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we write that down. This one's called Hitler. <laughs> just like, yeah. Hitler in video games. <laughs> right. Depictions of Hitler in video games. This Who did it episode. best? Was it uh, Wolfenstein or... Good night, everybody. <laughs> Have a good night.